Welcome to the Start Messy Podcast, an action-driven show that provides quick, no-nonsense strategies and tools to get out of your own way. So let's start today with one messy action that'll get you closer to making your dreams a reality. I am your host, Christina Poole-Smith. Thank you for joining me each week as we discuss what it takes to get started achieving your goals and live a happy, complete life. Are you ready for maybe a little less deep mental work and a little more productivity learning? Last week's episode was pretty deep for me, so I don't know about you, but I'm ready for some lighthearted productivity improvement fun. Do you ever feel like there isn't enough time to get it all done or that your to-do list is so long that it overwhelms you, feeling like you keep adding to it quicker than you knock things off? Well, today we're going to discuss how to organize your to-do list to make it more manageable. In the past, we've talked about Eisenhower's metrics to determine what is critical to get done each day. But today, we're going to be taking a bigger picture view. So I apologize ahead of time if this is slightly redundant of some of my other episodes. But I realized while walking through this process on a video for the Start Messy Club members that a semi-detailed yet still quick explanation may be beneficial to the podcast listeners also. How do you determine what to do each week, each month in a good organized way? This method that I'll teach you today is the same one that I've used for years. I've tested out new methods frequently. I test out new methods frequently. I'm even testing one out right now. But this one that I'm going to teach you seems to always be my go-to. It's the one that I always go back to time and time again. And each person is unique. My favorite method may not be your favorite method, but they're worth a try. This one's worth a try because it's really the one that I find the most benefit from. It keeps me from feeling overwhelmed. It keeps me on pace. It keeps me organized on what I need to get done while also keeping track of the things I just want to do later. Okay, so let's jump right in. To organize your to-do list, there are actually four different steps in this method. I want to remind you, though, that the whole reason for organizing your to-do list is to be able to take action more efficiently. A to-do list does us no good if we are not taking action. So the idea behind this is really to get organized in a way and have a plan in place in order to take the actions needed. And as we all know, taking that action is really the hardest part. But being organized and clear on what you need to do is important to making that hardest part of taking action a little easier. For the first step, you'll want to do it on a legal pad or the notepad on your phone or even a to-do list app. Someplace that you can have plenty of space to write out everything that you need to write out and easily accessible. We are going to be making what is called a master to-do list. This list is for anything and everything you need or want to do. It is not meant to be fully planned out ideas, just notes to remind you to follow up on it at a later time. This will actually be your largest to-do list. 
It's the to-do list that you only look at once a month, maybe, but you fill in constantly. So this is going to be where you put all your ideas that you cannot follow up on today or this month or this week, but you know you want to take a look at at a later time. So what's the purpose of a master to-do list? It's really to help you keep one list of everything running through your head, to clear your mind of what you need to do, but don't need to be doing at this moment or this week or even this month. These are just things that are long-term items that need to get done at some point, but it's more of a reminder of what you want to do that you keep putting off or forgetting because you're not finding the time to do it. Or maybe it's those items that are making your to-do list extra long. This is the first step in scheduling it to find time in your life to do it. So all you'll want to do for this step is pull out whatever you decide to use and write down everything that you know you cannot accomplish this month, this week, or today. But it's something that you still want to do or need to do. It's more of your long-term project ideas or long-term actions that you want to take. The second step in this method is your monthly to-do list. For your monthly to-do list, I like to do a normal list, and I also like to use a calendar. You will want to use whatever journal that you have or planner that you use. When you write out your list of things that you want to get done this month, review your master list that you just created to see if there's one or two items on there that you could get accomplished this month. Also, think about what are your top three goals for this month? What are those really big items that you want to accomplish this month? Only pick three. That way you can really focus on them fully. You're going to use these three items to really craft the rest of your weeks and days. You can always change if you need, but this is how you're going to start out. And this is one task that you only have to do once a month. And then all you do is refer to it the rest of the month. But this is your setup for the, a successful month. When would you do these actions? What actions do you want to get accomplished this month? And this will really stop you from being overwhelmed because you know exactly what you want to get done this month. Those other 500 projects are just not going to happen this month. You're only going to focus on these three projects or actions that you deem are the most important, most urgent to you at this time. You'll use the calendar to really plan out or map out how you want to schedule your month. Breaking it down by what you want to get done each week, which takes us to our third step. You're probably starting to see the way this goes. The third step is your week planning to-do list. As you can see, we're starting out very large, but working our way down to smaller and smaller time frames. So you'll do this at the first of every week. And I really suggest just writing out Monday through Friday or Monday, Sunday through Saturday and deciding what you want to do each day by reviewing what you said you wanted to do during your month to-do list creation to see what you really are going to accomplish this week. Again, focusing on your three projects or actions that you picked for the month. 
What smaller actions are needed in order to achieve that month-long goal? When you plan out your week, start out by writing down every single appointment that you have. Anything that you have to get done that you cannot miss. Then decide what days you're going to focus on what items from your monthly review. Have days dedicated to certain tasks or certain goals. Be sure to write this out using your own handwriting because that's where the magic happens and we all know that. When you're doing this, you don't have to get real detailed. It's more like Monday, I'm going to do these items. Tuesday, I'm going to do these items. You don't have to get real detailed about scheduling the hours that these things will get done. But we want to have an idea of what actions we want to accomplish each day. Try not to have more than five actions for each day. I actually prefer to have three or less, but five is your absolute max. Do this on Saturday or Sunday, but don't plan too far too detailed in advance because life will happen and we will have to just adjust as we go. The fourth and final step to this method of organizing your to-do list is getting into your daily to-do list. And that's when you'll want to break it out by time and give yourself exactly when you're going to do each and every task that you put on your weekly to-do list. Fill out your appointments, fill out your appointments and prepare your day. Whatever is needed for that day, that's what you want to put on this one. You want to give these items times that you'll do them. And you want to do this the night before or the morning of. That way it's clear in your mind and you know what has come up, what has changed while you've been doing this because life happens. We all know that things come up, things change. We have to be adaptable to it. Okay, so those are my four steps in creating an organized to-do list. And I know it sounds like a lot, but once you get started, it's pretty easy to keep going. The master to-do list, you only do when you think of something to add. Your monthly is done once a month, the weekly is done once a week, and then you do your dailies every single night before bed or when you wake up. And the more that you do this, the less work it becomes overall because you've already got the structure. You've already got it planned out. It's just filling in the boxes kind of. So I really wanted to run through an example from my own life to give you guys more of a clearer idea of how I personally use this. So on my master to-do list for years and years and years, I've had to read the whole entire Bible. It's finally moved up to be completed this quarter and the quarter is ending at the end of September. So I know I want to get that accomplished. That's my biggest goal. That's my focus goal. But I also have other goals like podcasting and supporting the Start Messy Club members. Okay, so we've got our three goals that will pop up that I want to accomplish that don't take a ton of time, but I still want to complete them. But those are just not my main focus goals. These are my main focus goals for the month. Okay, next I look at my weeks. So what I need to know is how many pages I have left in my Bible to read and how many days I have left in the month to read them. So I determined how much I wanted to read each week in order to achieve my goal. So I made notes of this on my calendar. I also came up with the podcasting topics for this month. 
which I had actually taken a little break. So just getting back into the swing of it was more of the goal than actually a certain number of podcasts to be released. So I marked down what I wanted to do each week in order to restart my podcast. Then I planned out content that I wanted to share each week with a theme for the Start Messy Club. Okay, So this is how I planned it. As we all know, life happens. It doesn't always go according to plan, but that's life. We have a good plan in place and all we have to do is execute it each day. So then I look at my individual week. I know that I wanted to read my Bible five out of seven days a week. And then I scheduled all of the different podcast activities on different days. So writing it is on one day, recording it on another so that I can edit and release by Wednesday. Then I decided that Thursdays would be the day that I focus on social media for my Start Messy Club. When you start breaking it down like this, Each one of those items just takes a couple hours at most, and it really keeps you more focused on what you truly want to accomplish. Again, it's not always perfect, but that's not what we're going for. We're trying to just take action on more days than we don't. So once I have my week planned, and I really plan out my weeks every single Sunday, and then I create my daily plan for the next day. This one I'll do in different amounts of time. And if you want to learn more about block scheduling or how I schedule specifically my days, go back and listen to the episode on block scheduling because that's when I really get into detailed explanation on what I want to accomplish each hour and how I set that up. But it's really just about making 30 minutes to an hour and a half blocks on my schedule that are planned ahead of time so that I know exactly what I'm going to be doing at any given time. So in summary, to organize your to-do list, create a master to-do list that you put all those overwhelming things that you want to get done on. This prevents you from feeling like you're constantly adding and never taking away because you're adding it to a master to-do list that's a long-term list and you know that going in. And then you'll do your monthly with your top three objectives to accomplish this month and then your weekly to-do list and then all the way down to your daily to-do list, which is completed only the day before. This will prevent you from feeling that overwhelmed feeling. It'll give you the knowledge that your master to-do list items are there waiting for whenever you are ready to do them. But you don't have to look at these things every single day and become overwhelmed with them. You know what you want to focus on and have on the front of your mind right now. So your start messy action item is to move all your to-do list items that are not going to be accomplished or completed this week, month, or day into a master to-do list. Then brainstorm anything that you may had on your mind that you've been wanting to do but not made time to do it. This way your daily, weekly, and monthly to-do lists are pared down to exactly what you want to accomplish in that time frame. And it's not filled with a bunch of stuff that you know you will not get accomplished. Thank you and God bless.
If you love that episode, if that episode just got you so fired up and ready to take on the world, if it inspired you, could you do me a favor? Go out on social media and share this episode. Share it with your friends and then tag me in it so that we can connect and I can help cheer you on. I can root for you along your journey. 